Guten Tag. <laughs> that is for our 2% German listeners. That's right, everybody. I checked the analytics. We were 98% USA and 2% Germany. Also, I'm not sure that I believe it because it also said that our listening demographic was like ages 34 and under. Um, and so, and I know people who are older than that who have listened, um, including myself. Also, it said it was uh, about 75% male listeners, which I thought was interesting. So, I, I just don't know. It, the feedback that I've gotten from people doesn't seem to match that. But if you are listening from Germany, guten Tag. Guten Tag. Also, I really hope that that's actually German. I learned that from Dwight Schrute, um, who uh. I think has German background. Um, it, so it explains a lot about you, that your <laughs> credible source is it's Dwight Schrute. That's right, Schrute Farms. Okay, um, it is, what, Tuesday? Welcome to our state-of-the-art podcasting loft, a.k.a. the pod closet. Uh, it's a rainy Tuesday. But kinda, it's hot in here. Kind of gloomy. Somebody's had the heat on in my house all day, and Grayson is wearing a Sherpa. She may not make it to the end of this episode. She has on long pants. I just tanned, so I want to protect <laughs> my my tan <laughs> by sweating it all off. <laughs> I don't sweat, thank you. We're big. That's right. Yes, this is fascinating. Grayson never sweats. I do not understand it. I could be really dehydrated, or get a gift I from just, the Lord. I just don't sweat a very much. A gift from the Lord is probably what it is. Um, yeah, so we're. I'm just hoping she's still standing at the end of this because I'm very concerned for her well-being. In that sherp, that sherpa, I could wear that outside to my son's um, if he was like having a soccer game where it was snowing and 25 I, degrees. I wore this when I worked at the ice arena yeah, that's outdoors. all you need i'm telling you if you want more information about this sherpa which by the way shout out to southern specialties located on the south hill spokane washington um they're not a paid advertiser i just love them so much because one they're southern and two they have really really cute gifts and they will monogram for you you could even buy something from somewhere else and then uh, take it to them, and they'll monogram it. I believe it's $12, and you can get that sucker monogrammed. So cute. I did it for towels for a wedding gift this week. Um, yeah, and they just moved buildings. Anyway, if you're interested in any of that, just shoot me a message. Um, I would like to know what happened to your shoulder. Where? Do you have skin cancer, no, and you're not telling no, me? No, no, that's... <laughs> I know that if you Note were dying, <laughs> you wouldn't the, say anything. No, for the audio, Grayson is pointing at a freckle on my shoulder that I did have it last summer. It inflamed. No, it's because last summer... Okay, let's take you down another rabbit hole. Lauren's is, health corner. This is... Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. That's actually... Here, okay. I told Grayson last night, we were brainstorming ideas, and I said... Um, Write down Lauren's health corner, and because I've had some really bizarre health issues. I mean, oh. I'm seriously healthy all the time. Knock on wood. Next week I could have Corona. Who knows? But I, um, I'm super. I, I don't get sick very often. But every now and then, just a little weird something, something will pop up that has to be addressed, um, and that sometimes tries to kill me. And last summer, 
I was wearing a tank top, as one does, and a friend of mine from church who is on the worship team with me was drumming. Shout out, um, Amy Brown, if you're listening. Shout out to Reagan. Uh, And he, (laughs) I guess, spotted this large freckle on my shoulder from, like, what seems like a mile away. But fun fact, he um, is in dermatology as a physician's assistant and so this is like his jam so he was like hey I'm sorry this is weird can I just look at your shoulder really quick and I was like yes go ahead um so I did end up going to the dermatologist they biopsied it so they had to like cut a little piece off and send it off to somewhere and Grayson you'll be happy to know it did come back negative there is no cancer on my shoulder but but they said something like it might, it's like deeply, it's, I don't know. I don't know about this. I should, I'm not a professional, but it would like maybe grow back, but it's just a, like a freckle. So it's okay. Freckles can grow back. Don't be scared. I'm convinced every day that you have cancer. She's so scared every day that I'm going to die, um, which makes her such a sweet, devoted daughter. So that's nice. I live every day like it's your last. In fear. In fear. Okay. Well, that took a turn. That definitely took a serious turn. So that's my health corner. Um, I did, actually, I had two um, freckles. One was maybe a mole and one was a freckle. And the mole's not back, right? It was on my clavicle. Even if it's not, I still (laughs) feel like it will be. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Both of them were non-cancerous. Both of them came back negative. We're good to go. What if it was defective? But again, I mean, (laughs) I spent a lot of time in the sun as a child, so... I don't know how anybody in the Northwest gets cancer. I just feel like we don't get as much sun. I mean, the summer we do. The summers are magnificent. But, like, gosh, our days are so short after daylight savings time, which, I mean, I'm just on board for that to go away. That needs to go away and never come back. Anyway, okay, sorry. Back to our notes. Um, So, let's see what we've got. Last night, Mom was talking about how uh, how do I even which one well okay, okay hold on first let's do um an update on your graduation because okay. that's like the biggest event that's happened in your life ever I guess <laughs> but here's the thing it was a small event uh-huh so would you like to just carry us through the ceremony first of all I was not shattered that we didn't have to have a big graduation. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, not one bit. No, not at all. I actually preferred it. And I really didn't want to go to my real graduation, but all of our family was coming before this happened, so I was going to have to go anyways. Yeah. But my but my graduation was at 930, so we had to get in the car Yes. and check in in the bus lane. And then we pulled up to the stage, Mm -hmm. and I got in a line six feet apart from everyone else. There was only, like, one other person in front of me. In front of you at that point. Nobody behind you. Um, And then I, they announced my name. I walked across, called it a day. Yep. That's all. Yep. Okay. Oh, they also, the parents. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the, okay. So... Man, this podcast is going to go long because I've got a lot of things to say today. Um, So, okay, number one, shout out to the parents who raised money for the last, like, probably six months or more um, for the Senior All-Nighter. So, Senior All-Nighter was going to be, the last I heard, 
they were going to go to Triple Play in Coeur d'Alene, which, by the way, Coeur d'Alene is a beautiful oasis um, about 45 minutes from us, and famous people go there. Did the Kardashians vacation there. Yeah. It, it's cool. Anyway, Coeur d'Alene, beautiful. Love it. Idaho. Um, so, it's like a big, fun game, games, bowling, zip lines, pools, indoor. Okay. So, they were going to have the kids go to that all night. Cool. Well, then Corona happened. And so, they were like, look, we tried to figure out other things for everyone to do. Oh, also, I should say, there, I, I got calls every week to go to the Gonzaga basketball games and work the concession stand because that's how they were making money. The parents and the students were doing that and being paid by Gonzaga, I guess, to, um, to put it towards the senior all-nighter. Now, without even asking Grayson, I knew she wasn't going to the Not senior all-nighter. Not a chance in the world No, would I expose myself to those... <laughs> people those special special people um and so i i never felt like oh i should do this i i never volunteered i never answered the phone when they called i ignored <laughs> their facebook posts um i mean i just felt like this is not affecting and and like by the way we were so busy like i just really couldn't do anything else um so i didn't feel bad about it well then they come out and uh, about a week or two ago said, guess what, guys? All-nighters canceled. Instead, we're just giving each of the graduates a sum of money. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. She's probably going to get, like, $40 that we definitely didn't earn or do anything for. Um, because I was just guessing maybe that's how much triple play cost. To um, get in. To get in, maybe. I don't even know what I'm basing that off of. Could have just pulled it out of my head. Anyway, so Grayson, do you want to tell the people how much money they presented you with? Um, I opened my little grad gift basket from the school, and I the envelope had a $100 bill in it. Benjamin, baby! Pass the Benny. Yeah, so that was really exciting um, to add to Grayson's load of cash that she's received. She's definitely got the most money of anyone in our family. <laughs> Probably this month. She is she has been bawling. Um, so let's see. Uh graduation. Yeah, it was weird. I have been thinking since this time last year I'm gonna be a mess on graduation day. I'm just gonna cry the entire time. Literally there was no time to cry. We pulled up, she we checked in, we made the loop around the parking lot to where the stage area was. She got out, got in line, I turned on the video recorder on my phone. I sounded really old when I said that. Anyway, um, that video recorder, and she got out, walked across the stage. I accidentally recorded the beginning, missed the middle when she walked across and got her diploma, and then started <laughs> recording again um, at the end of all that. And But whatever. I mean, I saw it with my eyes. It happened. And I do have some of it recorded. So I'm trying not to beat myself up over that. But I was really disappointed in myself. And then she got back in. And it took all of five minutes from the moment we checked in until we pulled out of there. It was crazy. Like, it was so fast. So memorable. So memorable. So fast. And then we went and ate lunch. And it was, or nope, nope. It was breakfast, breakfast. brunch, whatever. Um, it was it was good though. I mean, they everyone there were two checkpoints when we got there, and everyone was like super high energy, clapping, congratulating. It was actually really sweet. Um, 
So yeah, that was graduation. That was Saturday. Grayson's a graduate. Hooray. Hooray. Um, so let's see. What else do we have on our list? Hmm. Oh, now I remember telling Grayson something about not putting me in a home last night, but I cannot remember <laughs> the context. Well, if we share the context, you said you you couldn't say that on our podcast. Oh, shoot! Well, really, I think the premise was that you, maybe you don't embarrass me, or, and that's why I wouldn't put you in a home. Wow. I really don't even remember that at all. I remember telling you that we were going to talk about that, but I can't remember why. Well... Then you started watching your Bachelor, uh, which I did not love. I wanted to love it. Um, maybe each week it'll get better, but they're reshowing like the goat seasons. So greatest of all time. Last night they started off with Sean Lowe, who does. I mean, who doesn't love Sean Lowe? He was like the Prince Charming of the Bachelor. There was a season of the Bachelor where it, or the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and I remember this guy made up this whole fake story. And showed up on crutches no. to win her. But I can't remember. This was like 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. See, well, and that's the thing about this compilation of episodes is that some of them are going to be from 5, 10, maybe 15 years ago. And I, pr- I could be watching with fresh eyes because I can't remember what happened five minutes ago. So, so I mean, it could be interesting. I just really wasn't feeling it, what I was seeing last night. I think I stopped after about 20 or 30 minutes. Um, I apologize if anyone was coming here to get my feelings on that. But you can usually get that from my Instagram. All right, let's see what else. I will say, um, I talked about discussing the Enneagram. Yeah. Okay, I think, number one, I'll probably have to break it into a two-part series because I just... I feel like I'll just have so much to say about it because I have heavily studied the Enneagram trying to figure out my own number. Um, So I think I might even just do that solo because I don't know that Grayson will have anything to add to that unless she just wants to be a part of it. Okay, so maybe I'll just record that on my own um, in the next couple of days. But it'll be very intro just kind of helping you understand it and get a feel of it and how to figure out your number and what each number means. I won't like deep dive it because again, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. Do you actually use that to navigate your life? The Enneagram? Yeah. Well, it kind of helps you understand, it helps you understand why you like do the things you do, think the way you do, feel the way you do. Mm. Because it is your inner motivation, like... Um, my number is a six, mm-hmm. and here, I'll just give you a quick rundown. Okay, Enneagram. It's a one through nine. The actual number of your Enneagram doesn't matter. A one is not better than a nine. A nine is not better than a one. Um, so, number one is considered the moral perfectionist. Personally, when I think of a number one, I think about people who are very type A. But, again, that's not not always the case. Mm. Um, number two, supportive advisor. 
twos are helpers. They love to do things for other people and they also love to tell you what to do and how to do it. In a nice way though. I just think about twos being really sweet people. Um, three, successful achiever. You all know this person and it, and this is a good thing for people probably in their work life. Um, you, you work really hard. You want to be the best. You want to be biggest, fastest, strongest, whatever. Like you're, you're the person who, um, just works really hard to achieve above and beyond. Um, number four, romantic individualist. Again, to, I could be wrong about these, but to me, when I see someone who's a four, who knows they're a four, I think of them as being sort of like artsy and sort of different, out-of-the-box thinkers, possibly um, really creative people. Uh, number five is the investigative thinker. Hmm. Um, yeah, fives are really hard thinkers. I, to, to me, they might be less chatty just because they're so busy thinking. Um, I don't, I don't know if I personally know any fives, but I, I do think that they could also tend to be like a, um, uh, not a conspiracy theorist, but maybe a little bit on that edge. Um, and then six, which is what I am, and it took me two years to figure this out, the loyal guardian. How did it take you two years to figure because that out? Because I kept... Here's the thing about the Enneagram. There are tests all over the internet you can take. That might be a good starting off point, um, but really, and I've even talked to, like, on the internet, I've talked to these people who are sort of like the grandparents of the Enneagram, who are the modern Enneagram thinkers of today. I follow them on Instagram and um, I've texted or like um, messaged with some of them and, and they all say the same thing. Tests are okay, but they're not the final, this is what you are. Because I kept testing, sometimes I would be a nine, sometimes I would be a two, sometimes I would be a seven, sometimes I would be a six. It was really weird and I couldn't, and, and all of the percentages were really close together. So finally, I talked to a lady named Beth McCord. You can follow her on Instagram. She is a wealth of knowledge. Um, and she said, you know, I think the best thing to do, what I tell everyone, is just to read over the numbers, cancel out the ones that don't resonate with you at all, and then read a whole bunch over and over about all the other numbers that you think are a possibility. And then one day, you will have this feeling when you read it, and you'll be like, oh like, oh, in the gut, like, oh my gosh, that's it, that's me, that's what I am. Um, so, anyway, six, loyal guardian. I like, um, security. Feeling secure is, was number one motivator. That is when I am happiest, is when everyone feels safe and secure and in harmony. <laughs> um, which is, What's confusing why I thought I was a nine for so long, because nines are the peacemakers. They love harmony, but also, and I don't really follow astrological stuff, but I am a Libra, an October birthday, and so is Grayson, and so is Madden. And Libras love peace and balance. A Libra? 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 Libra. My bad. Anyway. Libra. Um, okay, so anyway, Grayson, nope, nope. Uh, seven, this is the number I always wanted to be. 
but I'm not truly because and I again this is a thing that took me so long to figure out because I identified with a lot of these traits but some that seemed really important to the number seven I was like that's absolutely not me but I really want it to be because sevens are the entertaining optimist doesn't that sound so fun sevens are the life of the party they are friends with everyone um, they just, they want to do new things, experience new thrilling things. Um, and we'll also discuss wings eventually. And so whatever number you are, there's two numbers on the side. So my, as a six, my numbers are five and seven. I do have a very strong wing seven. Um, and, and everyone is like that. So whatever your number is, you also have a heavy trait of either both of the numbers on either side of you or one or the other. Anyway, um, so number eight is the protective challenger. And I think about eights being like really opinionated. They're here for the greater good. They um, are not pushovers. They are really strong in their beliefs. Yeah, what do you think I am? Mm. Hold on, let me do one more and then we're going to figure oh, that out. Okay. Number nine is the last number and it's a peaceful mediator. They just want everybody to get along. They are, they can sometimes be a pushover because they're just trying to let everyone get along. Um, I, I don't think I'm number nine. You're not a nine. I prefer a little chaos sometimes. Um, hmm, you're not a four. This is the other thing. You're not supposed to tell people what they are you, because we don't know. It is your inner motivation. It is likely something that you were there. I think childhood traumas might um, play into this, uh, but you're and you're always this number like you were born this way. It is your natural bent to um, your number. And then it comes out in childhood and it never changes. But there are so many different facets of the Enneagram. Like you can have, you can be a healthy your number or an unhealthy your number, which what may make you act a different way that doesn't look like your number. It's so interesting. Um, also, there's a God component in it. And I just, I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm going to, I'm going to, research a little more and probably do a lot of reading just from like the Enneagram Institute website when I talk about it but anyway for Grayson um you're not a four yeah I don't think you're an eight mm, I don't know I don't think you're a seven do you like to be the life of the party? No. Okay. Um, so you, if I were guessing, I would think that you were either, I don't think you're a one. I would guess that you were either like a two. This is like voodoo. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think you're a three because you hate playing sports and being on teams Mm-hmm. Um, you could be a six like me. 
I don't think, I don't know. We need to, okay, we're going to, hopefully, in the next few weeks, we can help Grayson figure out her number. Anywho, <laughs> what else do we have? Um, we have, you wanted to talk about my work. Oh, yes. Uh, Grayson's work rants. I'm fed up. Ladies and gentlemen, people are awful. I'm so fed up. She is so tired of being cussed at at work, <laughs> which really shouldn't be a part of work. You, if you call an 18-year-old girl who's just trying to make some cash a dumb bee, there is for sure something wrong with you. If you have the audacity... First of all, what really set me off, what was like my breaking point that I've never really reached before this, um, this girl and boy came in and the man ordered two shots over ice. It's just ice and espresso shots, that's it. Even I could make that. Yeah, even you could make that. Um... And I gave it to the girl that was with him, and she started laughing at me, cackling at me. And I just said, is there something I can do for you? She then proceeds to call me what she did, and I just absolutely lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, is there something wrong? Do you want me to do something for you, or I can call a manager? I just lost my mind. It was the worst thing and I would also like to add the they the the coffee was for the man and this the girl was buying marshmallows and the guy paid for his drink and I said you can buy the marshmallows here too and he was like oh she's actually gonna pay for those herself and I just thought that was very rude, considering that they were making out in my line while I was trying to Ew. pour their shots oh, over no. ice. So they oh, were no. together, and he couldn't even spare her a dollar fifty for a pack of marshmallows. Ick. If you... I know. I feel very strongly in my heart that none of our listeners actively participate in PDA. Absolutely if you not. do, it, check yourself. Because nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Ever. Never, ever. It is the grossest thing to me. I'm offended. I'm sorry. Carry on. And I just... She's on my list of people that I genuinely wish the worst to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe something just extremely unfortunate will happen in her life in a, in a few days. So, yeah. You can only hope. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, if you're that terrible of a human, I feel like definitely something unfortunate is coming your way. You cannot be a terrible human and live a great life. It's not true. If you see it on TV or in people's Instagram stories and you're like, how do you have such a great life? You are a garbage person. Guess what? It's all fake. They don't because no, they no don't. one really likes them. No. In my 35 years, I ha I've seen it. What goes around comes around. You cannot treat people poorly and then, like, live a great life. Something is going to happen to you. Beware. Beware. Wow. This podcast is really... 
really gone dark. I have a lot of hate in my heart <laughs> for those kind of people. Maybe just in general, but I'm working on it. She's working on it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um. Anyway, do we have anything else? Please email me with inquiries. So if you can offer me a new, better job. Right, right, right. People have, um, in the Spokane area, Grayson's actively looking. Actively um, looking. And, and you know what? I'm just going to say, she has had several horrible scenarios um, and continues to go to work. Like, she's she could quit. But she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna work until I find something better. And I think that is that makes it. That's a good person right there. That's good. You work hard. She works hard. She never leaves early. Literally, everyone she works with leaves an hour, two hours, thirty minutes early every time. Or she's just at work. doesn't show up. Or just doesn't come. Incredibly lazy. Honestly, don't know how they still have a job. Um, the union. Oh, that's right. They're in the union. I forgot. Uh, sorry. So, did you ever, did the girl ever tell you what she found wrong with the two shots of espresso over ice? Like, you can't mess that up. Exactly. She was saying it should be like a cold brew filled to the top. And I said, then I was not being nice. My tone was mean. My face was mean. I really didn't care. I could get fired tomorrow and wake up like Mr. Blue Sky playing. Like, (laughs) I don't care. Um, anyways... I said, then do you want a cold brew? Like, what's up? What do you want me to do? Tell me what you want me to do. Just quit laughing at me like a psychopath. And she just kept laughing. And I was like, if I make you, I said, if I make you a cold brew, will you leave? Oh! (laughs) And she just, like, didn't really respond. Like, "Mm, sure. So I made her a cold brew. And she left. Wow. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. I should have thrown it at her. It would have been so worth being fired. If they come back, maybe you can. I would. I really would. I would say, you really hurt my feelings last time. You really did. Also, tell me if anything bad's happened to you since you came in. I really want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I cursed you. Uh, Okay, do we have anything else left to discuss? I don't think so. Okay, so, I will most likely be back in the next day or two. With a little more insight on the Enneagram, if you're interested. Um, If you want to follow people who discuss the Enneagram, uh, there's a few Instagram pages that I really like. Beth McCord, and I'm thinking it's like M-C-C-O-R-D. She is a wealth of knowledge. I really, really like her. Um, I don't know if Suzanne Stabile, S-T-A-B-I-L-E, has... And Instagram, but I know both of those people have podcasts. Um, Suzanne Stabile is considered the godmother of the Enneagram. Like, they, she's really, really smart, and, and so is Beth. Um, and then there's also, also one I know called Enneagram Ashton. I remember that name. That's on Instagram. Um, so, yeah. And if you have questions, you can message me. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye!